Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's for A Quiet Place. It stars John Krasinski uh, and Emily Blunt, which are actually uh, real-life husband and wife, so that's um, quite cool as well. But it's called a Quiet Place. Uh, it came out this week, uh, I think worldwide. It came out today worldwide, or like Thursday, the 5th of April. Um, yeah, it's basically about a world that these people live in where... There are these monsters, these unnamed monsters, and uh, they have to live as quietly as possible. And you're talking, like, excruciatingly quiet, where, like, um, they've got, like, floorboards or or wooden steps and stuff. And uh, at some point, it seems like one of them's marked where you're supposed to step on them. Um, And there's, like... But yeah, basically the rule is that you have to be as quiet as possible in every situation. So whether whether you're physically loud with like coughing or moving stuff about or with objects, you just have to live very, very quietly. Um, And the first sort of, I want to say half an hour or so or 45 minutes of this film, um, I want to say half an hour, um, demonstrates uh, these characters living in that situation. And... uh, and then, like, I'll just say something happens and uh, things sort of kick off. And you see you see this film basically change from living a normal, quiet life like they've been doing for, I think it's like 400 and something days. There's a, there's a part in the film where it, um, it shows them living quietly. And then it says like 400 and something days later. I think it's 432 or something. Um, but like a, roughly like a year later um, when they've been living like this uh, although it seems it's, it seems like it's been going on um a lot longer i think that they just use that as some kind of time skip to really set set in like how long these characters have been living like this for um and it does that really well as well um and there's uh so i'll i'll keep this part spoil i'll do what i do for most of my reviews is um keep this part spoiler free this first part and then when i've run out of spoiler free stuff to talk about um, I'll give you a warning, I'll put in some music, um, or something, and then I'm going to go into spoilers, just so that you can get a sort of spoiler-free take, and then maybe go and see the film, and then come back to this review, or, uh, watch the film first, and then listen to this, however you want to do it, of course. Um, of course, don't listen to the spoiler part before you see the film, because then you'll have it spoiled. Uh, and I'll just say that there's, there's some pretty big spoilers, um, that 
uh, that th- that this film has, I'd say. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, of course. Uh, but, yeah, the trailers had me interested right from the first one. The sort of teaser trailer that came out a couple of months ago. Uh, so I want to talk about John, I think it's Krasinski, Krasinski, uh, I'll just say John, uh, jo- uh, I want to talk about John in this film as well, um, he's probably most known for The Office, uh, as Jim, um, Jim Harper, I think his name is, uh, of course he's the guy that sort of, for eight or nine season- seasons on that show has this sort of, um, prank war with Dwight, Dwight, Dwight Schrute, who's, uh, one of the other characters in The Office, uh, they sort of compete and do that, and that's a little part, that's a very small section of what The Office is about, um, but I knew him from that, I, I liked him basically straight away, uh, and I've seen, he- I know that he's in something called 13 Hours, which is a film that I started, but I need to get back to and, and finish, uh, which looks like a really sort of good war film, um, and then he directed, I think he wrote, created, and starred in this, I'm not sure if he created it, but I know he directed this, wrote it, or wrote parts of it, and of course he's he's in this as well, uh, for A Quiet Place, um, I've heard that this is the third film he's directed, I'm not sure if he directed 13 Hours, I don't think he did, um, but maybe he directed something that he's not in, um, so maybe that's why I don't quite know or something. Uh, but that's all, that's all I know in terms of his directing, that this is the third film he's done, but, uh, so far it's the, the only one I know he stars in that he's directed, because I don't think he directed 13 Hours, but I could be wrong, um, I'll check back on that, of course, when I watch the film, uh, but yeah, it's really, really good, um, this film does a really good thing where it gives you know like a you know like a typical horror jump scare where like a character will slowly look up or left or right or behind them and then something will jump out this film will do a mixture of that and it will sort of remix that where it will have like a character will do that it, the character will look around and there'll be nothing there but then maybe on like the other side of the room the monster will be there so it sort of like tricks you sometimes there's very few occasions in this film where, like, um, a character's doing the turnaround thing and the monster's right next to their face. Uh, it, it only does that a couple of times, from what I remember. Um, but some of the other times are, like, the character will look around and the monster will be there, but not, like, it'll be slightly in the background. So it, it does a good mixture of those jump scares. Um, this was a particular jump scare where, uh... The, I can't remember what they are, but there's these little animals in there, they're running across um, this bit of grass or whatever, and of course these animals don't know what's going on, um, and they're like making these noises and running about, and you just see this, you don't see the monster, you just see this hand come out and just squash this thing, um, I thought that was uh, that was pretty good as well, I don't really think that's a spoiler, I think that's okay for me to talk about, um, and you don't really know when it's going to happen either, so, uh, but... Yeah, it's really good in terms of that. The characters are really good. Um, I don't remember the characters being named very much. Um, but I've got ways that I will uh, try and work around that, I suppose. Um, but, uh, so you've got John's character, who's the dad. You've got Emily Blunt, who's the uh, the pregnant mother. Yeah, she's pregnant in, in this world, you know, like... The amount of noise you'd make when you when you're laboring and giving birth and whatnot, uh, yeah, she's let's just say she's got to deal with that, and it it's not easy. It's tense. It's scary. It makes you think like, what the hell would you do in this situation? And yeah, it's 
it's something. Um, that's one of the best parts of the film, I think. Not to sort of put too much of a twisted uh, horror scare on it. But it's like, this woman is pregnant. She's going into labour. She goes into labour at some point. Uh, of, of course, it would be a little bit pointless um, if she was in labour the whole film and didn't like... Or she was pregnant through the whole film and didn't give, go into labour. Um, but yeah, that adds a whole like story and stuff, so that's really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can talk about spoiler free. Uh, you kind of see... Uh, I imagine the dad set up most of this with like the kids' help and some of the mother's help. It's hard to tell exactly when everything's set up, but um, there's certain ways that the kids can get around this if like something happens and there's these like a lot of different alarm systems and hiding places and stuff like that and there's like the basement and stuff where he's doing like research uh the daughter in this film uh, i think she's the older daughter because there's a bro- she has a brother in the film and he he looks slightly younger so i think she's the older sister um she's deaf in this film so they're kind of used to the whole sign language because you can't talk in this film you can't talk otherwise the thing will come after you and it will kill you um so they have to deal with that and uh a lot of the start of this film when you're in the quiet bit because there's like a quiet section and then there's a slow bleed into the sort of um more hectic stuff let's just say that uh where a lot of it's subtitled at the start um there's a few bits and pieces where they're like whispering very quietly and there's a bit where um john is standing john's character standing next to these this uh rainfall is this, this river thing that, that's coming down i can't remember what you what you'd call that like a it's a river that falls down into um another river whatever you'd call it uh and he's standing next to that and he's explaining like when you're next to louder sound you can make certain sounds because the louder sound um which is the rainfall of the water is drowning out what you're saying and uh he does some interesting interactions with uh with his son there and and that sort of stuff so that's really good um yeah i'm trying not to i'm really trying not to spoil too much there's a lot of um there's a few reveals in this film that uh, are very spoilery that I can't talk about, but I feel like the more basic stuff and the functions of this world are okay to talk about. But that's about everything I have to say for non-spoiler stuff. I'm not sure there's too much else I can really talk about. It is a short film. Um, I always, I also feel like this could have been a TV series. Granted, there could be an adaption in the future or or something of the sorts, but um, yeah, the way that yeah, again, I can't really spoil it, but I would like because I'd like to know more about this world. I'd like to know how this started, where these monsters came from, what their functions are, what they can do, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a little bit Cloverfield in that way, where like I just want to find out more about the world and stuff. Uh, so that's really really good as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, cause I think a, a TV series, maybe something on Netflix where you can binge it and stuff, um, would be a really good idea cause then you could just like have more time in the world and, and learn more about it and meet more groups and see how they have handled the world and what sort of setups and things that they've got. That could be really interesting as well. Um, I think there's a sequel on the way. I haven't heard too much about it, but, um, I'm hoping they make more of it anyway. It would be kind of disappointing if th- this was the only, uh, release that we had of it and there wasn't any sequel or anything so i'm I'm hoping for more in the future i guess i would say 
Uh, so yeah, that's about everything I have for non-spoilers. Uh, as I said, in a minute I'm going to put in some music, which gives you your chance to leave. Uh, and then I'll go into spoiler stuff. But yeah, would highly recommend this film. Uh, go and see it, and then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. Um, when you get the chance to, it's already out today. So by the time you listen to this, it will be available to you to watch uh, worldwide, I think, as well. Um, comes out in America today, so... Yeah, go and see it. It's it's really good. Uh, it hasn't got any cliche jump star, jump scare stuff or or anything like that. It's quite a new. It feels like a quite a fresh new horror film. Uh, and it's not really that much horror. It's more like survival and stuff. Uh, a little bit resident, a little bit in terms of themes. It's a little bit Resident Evil in terms of that as well. So it does a good job there as well. Uh, so yes, that's everything I have for uh, non-spoiler stuff. Join me after the music for the spoilers. Um, but before then, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org, where we post the rest of our content. Of course, we've got The Walking Dead this week. Uh, there was no iZombie this week, so there won't be a podcast, because there's no episode to talk about. Um, there's four DC shows we're covering this week. Um, on thir- on Thursday, today, uh, at least when I'm recording this. I'm not quite sure when I'll put this out, but I'll try and put it out later tonight. Um, but tonight there's going to be podcasts for Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow which are both for the 15th episodes of their current season so Legends is season 3 and Arrow is season 6 earlier in the week we did Black Lightning and The Flash which was episodes 10 of season 1 for Black Lightning and 15 of season 4 for The Flash so go and check those out as well uh, we've got Random Gaming Talk tomorrow. On Friday, you're going to talk about some Spyro stuff, some Spider-Man, and uh, everything else that comes with uh, gaming and all that good sort of stuff. Um, also on Monday, or dropping on midnight actually, on in the UK time, so that would be 4pm Pacific and 7pm uh, Eastern time, uh, I'm going to be dropping around my review for uh, the final season of Love, which is on Netflix. Uh, I've scheduled it for 12.01, uh, so if you like waiting at midnight or whatever it'll be a minute after so uh, check that out as well uh and yeah that sort of bleeds into next week which we'll cover next week when we get to it so join me after for some spoilers if you would like to do so preferably if you've seen the film uh so i'll see you for that in a minute Okay, it's time for some spoilers. Um, so, John's character dies in this film, which is very, very sad. Um, it was the case of, like, the monster, whatever whatever it's called, his name isn't established in this film. Um, it's, like, all over this car that uh, both his kids are in. Uh, the ones that have been born, anyway. Because, of course, his wife has a baby in the middle of this film, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, so yeah, the the monsters all over the car. It's smashing the windows, and it's not the most armored car. Let's just say that it looks kind of weak and rusty and whatever. Um, and uh, he previously hit the monster because it sort of jumped off the roof down at him, um, and he tried to get it with an axe. And it's kind of revealed that he got himself either stabbed or scratched or both. Maybe it's not quite clear. He's got this massive injury on his body. Um, he could have maybe survived, we're not sure, we're not sure if that leads to an infection, if that makes him turn into one of these things, that's not quite established either, um, or whether he is too injured to maybe bleed out, that's not really established either, um, see maybe 
that was kind of the problem with this film is like we didn't really know all of the rules all we knew is like you need to keep quiet like as quiet as possible uh so yeah he's got this massive injury and then like he decides that he's gonna he's gonna yell and uh, the monster will then leave his kids alone so they can kind of drive off they sort of take the handbrake off don't they and they slide down the hill um and uh yeah the thing jumps towards him and kills him which was very 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 sad um so if they do have a sequel to this john's character of course won't be in it uh and i don't think that there was some sort of fake out death i think he was he was already injured and the thing came towards him so i think he died um yeah, I, w- I was watching that scene and kind of thinking, like, what about if he throws the axe at something else? Maybe the building, and then he can, I don't know, walk off, or I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that was that was really unlucky. Uh, the fact that this thing knows that the, the children are in the, um, in the little van, or whatever you'd call it, that little car, like a pickup truck, I think it is. Um, and, uh, he decides he has to shout, which is, I noticed some symmetry there, remember in the, uh, forest in earlier scenes, um, when him, him and his son come across the, uh, the older guy who has no name, uh, and his wife, maybe, I'm assuming it's his wife, his wife's, like, injured or dead on, on the floor, looks like she's dead, uh, and this guy decides that he's gonna shout, and, uh, John picks up his son, does he pick him up? I think he runs with him. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember. Uh, I think he picks him up. Um, and then he has to run off from him. And then of course he has to keep his son quiet and stuff. So that I, I noticed some symmetry there. The fact that like the whole. Because even the way that John's character shouted was similar as well. So I thought that there was some symmetry. And maybe maybe some small foreshadowing. Wasn't quite sure what, if that was what they were going for. But it. It kind of worked, I guess. Um, that was one of my, yeah, kind of things with the film was like they they just didn't quite establish enough rules and stuff. Um, again, like a TV series or a sequel or like a if you build a franchise off of this, uh, it it could go down quite well, I think. If you start establishing rules, then you can tell the audience and that kind of stuff. Because there's um in that basement, like the radio one that he builds. There is, uh, the, what would you call it, there's, like, the notes that he has that his, um, deaf daughter sees later, and it says, like, no weaknesses, and she realises that her, um, her earpiece, what, uh, the, uh, thing that he's trying to build her so that she can, um, hear, because she's deaf, of course, uh, is kind of a weapon, because it brings out, like, a high, high-pitched, uh, very high-pitched sound, it makes sense that that would work now that I think about it because um, this thing is very, very sensitive to sounds and there's even points where, like, it opens up its ear or opens up a part of its head so it can, like, hear really, really quietly so it, like, knows its target or prey, I guess, is near it. And then, um, so I guess that it can use, like, more sensitive hearing to sort of track the target down a bit better, which was which was kind of a cool feature of this uh monster uh and then she uses that and um they shoot the monster once in the head or emily blunt does uh she shoots it with a shotgun which is uh which is pretty cool and then um yeah they they, they look from the cameras because there's like cameras all set up so i guess that they can survey the area which is of course smart so they set that up and then uh and then they realize that a bunch of them are coming emily blunt sort of cocks the shotgun again and then it ends there so 
my kind of idea from there would be like she cocks the shotgun and if this was a netflix show you'd have five a five second countdown you'd go into the next episode uh whether it be a finale or just another episode and then it could continue from there because of course there's clearly more story left to tell in this world uh there's, there's a lot of potential in this world that they could use uh, that I think that they should lean into in uh, future franchises. I mean, you can kind of get away a couple of films with like keeping some of that mysterious uh, and then slowly revealing things over a course of a few films. Kind of like what Cloverfield has done. It's um, sort of slowly explained itself over a couple of films. And I guess in each film, you could like have a new group or something. I mean, I'd like to see the conclusion to this story because there's clearly some of it, some of it left. Uh, but, yeah, I think that that's maybe a route that they would go, is, uh, to show me, hopefully, the conclusion of this story, and then, um, to show some other characters, and, like, what, what is the situation in other countries, or in other parts of America, because, obviously, America has lots of different areas and stuff, um, it's an enormous country. Uh, but I'd like to see a bit more of, I know, because we sort of saw the settled days of when like things were set up and they knew when they when they were going to be quiet and all that kind of stuff um but i'd like to see like a fear of the walking dead plot wise to, to this where like you see it outbreak and people don't realize and then they slowly work it out again this could uh, this is something that would consume a lot of time and it would be good for a tv series so i think this might have been better for a tv series but uh i'm still pretty happy with the film so uh there's no problems there what else is there to talk about? Uh, John's character that died. Um, there was some other just good scenes and stuff that were in here. Um, a lot of running and um, and that sort of stuff. I guess the last plot that I want to touch on is the whole pregnancy thing that I alluded to. Because uh, there's the particular scene when um, Emily Blunt's character is carrying up this bag of... Was it something for the, the plants or something? There was something in the bag and she's dragging it up the stairs and... Uh, the bag like catches onto this nail and causes it to point upwards and then they like clearly reveal that to the audience like this is going to come into play later and if you noticed as well that nail is on one of the white marked spots at least that's what i thought i i assumed that where they have these white spots or white plank sort of bits on uh, the steps is like where it's the most quiet to step that's what i assumed it, it kind of looked like designed um, footsteps uh, to maybe like because I remember when the uh, the daughter came into the house and there's like specific spots on the floor and stuff that she's um, carefully walking through it's a bit like that um, that children's game that's got one two three four five and it has certain steps and you have to step in them in certain uh, different patterns it looked a bit like that but as a tall um as like a tool for you know where the quiet spots in on these wooden flooring is basically i thought that was very smart and very cool um and then of course later she comes downstairs and her foot lands straight on it which was uh must must have been incredibly painful she drops the um was it like a photo or something that she had she had something in her hand um it smashes all over the floor and she like tries not to scream too much uh and then you just got the whole plot of like then her waters break and her foot is injured and like her husband and the kids are nowhere near her and she sets the um i liked the alarm system that they have because of course you can't have an actual 
sound alarm system because that would detract these things like in hordes wouldn't it so uh you couldn't have that and it was um set up um i imagine there were some kind of christmas lights or just some sort of lights that they uh hung around the um the farm thing or whatever uh that was re- that was really cool it's a good way to have an alarm but you know not attract the enemies basically because um, i take it that these things can't see because uh, there's like torch lights that are going off in this film there's a bunch of of course the alarm lights that I'm ta- i talked about um and there's a lot of points where the character is right near or invisible range of the character uh the enemy's invisible range of the character um and they would have been able to spot them if they could see so it's a little bit of a remix of um if you've played until dawn it's the playstation exclusive um sort of survival teen horror game and it's got enemies that are similar to this they're much much quicker and much smaller but they uh use sound as their as their guide as well there's another enemy that i was thinking of that was uh similar to this uh i'm sure there's been different iterations of this type of enemy that use sound as their guide to hunt their prey and their enemies um it's a very cool thing to use it it means that like you can be right next to the thing and it won't see you but you have to keep really quiet so uh and some iterations of different enemies like that are attracted to light and stuff um oh it was the clickers that i'm thinking of the clickers from uh the last of us the other playstation exclusive game um where yeah you you can't make too much sound and you like throw bottles as um distractions and stuff so yeah there's been some good iterations of this type of enemy um all all three of these are are quite are quite good um if you know any other iterations of similar similar enemies um let me know and i'll uh, look into them um but yeah, overall, this was a really, really good film. Um, it was just short, and I just, I just want to spend more time in this world. So I wasn't disappointed at all. It was just like the film ended, and I just wanted to stay in the world and find out more about it. So my interest is clearly there. Um, I just want to find out more about the world and the mysteries and how all this came about and stuff. It's almost like Cloverfield all over again. It's like this, this mysterious creature, monster, enemy thing comes into this world, and I just want to find out like how it came about, what its purpose is, and uh, all that sort of thing so yeah really really good film um i won't say go and see it because hopefully you've seen it by the time you've got to this point in the podcast but um yeah really really good i really enjoyed it i just want either a sequel or a tv show or a spin-off of some kind uh just some sort of continuation in this world so i can find out more about it and stuff so uh yeah really really good um i'll stop repeating myself now and finish the podcast um but yeah I want to see more of this world. So thank you all for listening. Of course, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK. If you would like to get in touch with your questions, comments, feedback, any of that kind of stuff, or um, any other information about similar types of enemies that I mentioned, uh, entertainmenttalk.hotmail.com is where you can send your email to, or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com, uh, or of course on Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, or on the Facebook group, the Facebook page, please like and join those, follow follow me on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, um, yeah, start up a conversation, send me a message, let me know what's what's going on, let me know what you thought of, of the uh, of the film, and uh, go from there. Uh, should I also mention this Sunday, Robert's hopefully still doing his uh, giveaway that he's got planned, uh, it's for, for a particular video game that you don't have to have a copy of, basically what he's going to do 
is uh, create like a, a session of the game um, and then he's going to go on uh, he's going to be streaming it on his mixer channel so that's where you can go in there and you can interact with the chat and stuff um, and then ask him for, I assume like ask him for the room code and then he'll he'll uh, send you to the right place basically from there uh, and what the point of it is is it's a giveaway for State of Decay Year 1 uh, survival edition which is the Xbox One version uh, so it won't be compatible on any other consoles uh, it might be on the Play Anywhere thing on PC. I'm not 100% sure, but it's not on like the 360 or um, or State of Decay is on the 360, but not this version. Uh, so it's not on like PS4 or Switch or anything like that. So um, yeah, if you've got any questions, comments, or concerns about that, get in touch with that as well. Uh, you can use our Amazon affiliate link. Basically, what that is is. Um, you do your Amazon shopping, and then in your session you spend, of course, a particular amount of money. Uh, we get a small cut of it, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. It just takes away money from Amazon. Um, so that's a really good way to support us as well. Patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk is a good way to support us as well. Uh, that's it for this review. Thank you all for listening. Uh, next film review I plan on doing, and hopefully with like David or Chris or, or somebody. It's called uh, Avengers Infinity War, which comes out on April 27th. Uh, the big one, the one with Thanos, uh, the one that's, the one that's coming out soon. So, um, yeah, look out for everything on entertainmenttalk.org. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.